Good morning. Parsha's Truma is our introduction to the Mishkan, the place where human beings could get closest to Hashem. There are a few ideas in the first few psukim of our Parsha that can give us mothers plenty of food for thought. Firstly, obviously Hashem doesn't need a Mishkan and doesn't gain anything from the Mishkan. As the Sefer HaChinuch goes to great length to explain, the Mishkan is for our sakes, not Hashem's. Also, Hashem could have given the Jews a completed Mishkan, much as He gave us the Har Sinai experience without our input. He didn't have to command us to contribute towards it and build it ourselves. Another point. Chazal note that instead of the Pasuk saying they should give the contributions, it says, and they should take for me. Somehow, this giving is more of a taking. And the last point I want to show is that the Pasuk delineates 13 items for the Jews to contribute. And the Mepharshim draw parallels to the 13 Shvatim who gave. This Mishkan was a project for everyone, no exceptions. These ideas, the need for everyone to participate in the Mishkan project, for us, not for Hashem, combined with the reality that those who gave were in actuality bigger recipients of good than contributors, reminded me of some parenting truths. In our homes, we often have different people with different strengths, weaknesses, and contributions to make. Just as the Mishkan needed to come from all 13 Shvatim, men and women, leaders and laymen, everyone, our homes are also built when everyone has a role and can contribute and be a giver in their own way. But here's the kicker. It's not that the Mishkan needed to come from everyone. It's that everyone needed to build the Mishkan. We were fresh from generations of slavery and poverty and needed to see ourselves as people with great resources and skills. By having all the Jews contribute to the Mishkan, Hashem was showing us our abilities, our wealth, and our value. Through being givers of such magnitude, we could now recognize our worthiness. There are two ways we can ask for help in our homes. One is focused on our need. I need help. I'm overwhelmed. Can you do X, Y, or Z? That's not bad or wrong, and is certainly sometimes the reality. But think for a moment of the same help being contributed, but with a totally different attitude. What if it's not about me? It's about my kids. It's important for our children to know they have worth, resources, skills, and talents that contribute to our families. What if I ask my child for help, not because I desperately need it, but because my child needs to give? When we need help in the moment, we tend to ask the one who is most capable or easily available. But in truth, it's a good idea for us to think proactively about what each child can contribute and how we can make that happen in the best times in the best way. A simple example. For many years, I've kept a lightweight battery-operated vacuum cleaner in the kitchen. This vacuum can easily be operated by a three-year-old, and it's a real help to have my kitchen floor cleaned. I also store dishes in bottom cupboards to let younger children be able to unload dishwashers and set the table. My older kids also need me to think through how I can facilitate their contributing. The older they get, the less frequently they're home. But even my high school son, who's rarely home, knows that he is a huge contributor to our family. We need him and count on him. Finally, it may not be easy or obvious to figure out how a particularly challenging kid can be a meaningful contributor to the family. This child needs it even more than the others. We have to see and believe in his strengths and give him the responsibility to contribute positively to our family so that he can begin to believe in himself and his abilities too. No one is exempt. Everyone needs to be a giver, and the lessons from the Mishkan are so profound. Everyone has what to contribute, and by giving, we are all in actuality receiving far, far more. 
Have a wonderful Shabbos.